Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour number two on a Meathead Monday. Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, filling in for Dan, who is on assignment. A lot to get to. Man, I wish sometimes that the radio audience and the podcast audience could see or at least hear the things that go on over on Peacock for the video because I don't know who got it. I don't know if it was Paulie or Marvin or Seton. <laughs> we just watched me dancing at the Elton John concert from two different angles. I mean, what does it say about me before we get back into the NBA and I want to get to some of the best and worst and the NFL draft and the huge college football news over the weekend. that A lot of people missed. What does it say about me that two different people videoed me dancing at a concert. Wait, am I like a sideshow, Paulie? About a week ago, one of the great fans of the Dan Patrick Show sent us a video saying, I'm pretty sure this is Ross Tucker dancing here. So we've had that in our uh, in the chamber for a couple days now. But that's great work by the, the viewer and listener. Listen, if you're the type of person that goes to a concert and you don't dance, wh- wh- why are you even going to the concert? My advice is dance and sing in life like nobody's watching. What do I? I'm married. I'm a married 43 year old man with two kids. I don't get embarrassed. I'm a terrible dancer. I don't care. At the time, the penguin waddle felt right. It felt good. That was like six daddy sodas in, and I was feeling the vibe. And I just, I did a little sway thing back and forth. The key was the finger swag. The, the, the finger swag. Because you're not the man at all. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no, no. You are not the man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I love they're playing it now. It's incredible if they knew, if my sister-in-law knew that this video. Sister-in-law and lawyer. Lawyer from across the arena got me doing, like, the waddle or whatever. 
Uh, it's hour number two, by the way, on a Monday. Ed Marinero, former NFL running back. I think Ed was second in the Heisman voting. Somebody look at that. Somebody look that up. Get the research department on that. From Cornell will join us. If you're wondering why Ed Marinero is joining us, by the way, also a very accomplished actor, Hill Street Blues, otherwise other shows. He announced the Vikings draft choice of Andrew Booth, the Clemson corner in the second round, and he got the hook. I mean, I, I don't ever remember seeing that before. Have you guys ever seen that before where they have to come out and tell the guy? Don't At the Oscars, don't they just like start playing music and go to commercial? They didn't have an orchestra pit there at the uh, at But the also, draft. you can't go to commercial. You need the guy to say the pick. Usually at the Oscars, it's like they're doing an acceptance speech, right? So you can just leave. But like you can't just cut to a commercial. They need him to announce who the pick is. Very much looking forward to, by the way, hearing some of your best and worst of the day, talking with Ed Marinero in about 15 minutes. You know the deal. You can call in to give us your best and worst, 877-3DP-SHOW. You can email us, dp at danpatrick.com. You can email me directly over at rostucker.com. We are at DP Show on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I think I have a TikTok now. They said that's the next big thing. I have like eight followers on TikTok. <laughs> nice. At Ross Tucker NFL. So hook, hook me up if any of you are on TikTok. We're live on Peacock for the video. Fox Sports Radio for the audio. And I know a lot of you guys listen on podcasts later because I get your tweets later. Please, if you ever miss your boy, check me out on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast or any other podcasts that I have for you over at RossTucker.com. I want to get to your guys' best and worst. Before, you know, that's a good way to segue into either the NFL draft or the NBA playoffs. I'll give you guys mine in case you're not ready. So you have something to think about. Best of the weekend, the two or three make a wish announcement draft picks. That was awesome. For those kids, for that to be their wish to announce a draft choice for their team and to get that excited, that fun. When Kayvon Thibodeau came out for the Giants, and he was like chest bumping with that. I believe his name is Sam. I thought that was awesome. That's best of the weekend for me. Worst of the weekend, the quarterbacks in the green room. That's brutal. I mean, I know how long the draft was for me working for the draft. For them to have to be there, just sitting there. And you know they're only there because they got different information. They were told that they were going to go in the first round. Then they don't go to the third round. Matt Corral and Malik Willis. It's a bad look, for I think, for the NFL. I really do. I think the NFL, and I know they're not showing them, but that's like they need to give these kids a little bit more of an honest assessment. If there's a chance that they don't go to the third round, you probably should not invite them because they're not really getting the TV drama from it. They, remember, they used to show them all the time. Aaron Rodgers, Brady Quinn, they used to show him like every 10 minutes. He's still sitting there. He's still chewing his gum. His tie is loosened. They don't even show him anymore. So what's the purpose now of having guys if they don't even get the drama out of it? Paulie. I guess my question would be, if you're Sam Howell, the quarterback of North Carolina, and you show up because you think you might be a day two guy. Let's say you thought he was going to be in round two. He goes to Vegas. I'll get some day two love, be the a, a high second round pick. How do you find out the information a week ago that you're not going to round five? Is, is there a way for your agent to talk to the GMs and get an honest reaction? Because it seems like the GMs would never give you that honest opinion. 
No, they the NFL tells these guys we're very confident you're going to go in the first round or in the first 40 picks or whatever. The NFL tells them. And and, and then their agents get that as well. I mean, I think it's bad. It, it's the worst of the weekend for me. Fritz, do you have a best and worst of the weekend? I do. My best, Clayton Kershaw, gets a regular season career strike on number 2,697 Saturday, fourth inning versus the Tigers, breaks the Dodgers record that Don Sutton held for five decades. My worst of the weekend, the Timberwolves Friday night bowing out at home to the Grizzlies, once again blowing a double-digit lead late. Memphis was already the first team in NBA history to win multiple games in the same playoff series by erasing a double-digit point fourth-quarter deficit. They did it a third time on Friday. That's a bad look. The coach for the Timberwolves, by the way, is from my hometown. Chris Finch, he's from Reading, Pennsylvania. He's a good coach. He's got a new extension, but that, that was a bad look. Seton? My best of the weekend is my guy from uh, Iowa State, Brock Purdy. Let's go. He's in the league. He was drafted. Why why, why is that your guy? You're a West Virginia guy. Yeah, you know what? And like three years ago, he absolutely torched West Virginia. And I came in and I was like, Brock Purdy calling it right now. In two or three years, that dude's winning the Heisman. He's going in the draft. He's doing blah, blah, blah. Now, it hasn't quite played out that way. But for some reason, now I'm forever linked to Brock Purdy. So I'm proud of my guy, Mr. Irrelevant. That's best of the weekend. That's my best of the weekend. My worst of the weekend in a season that just continues to kick Texas while they're down. Uh, they lost to Kansas this year. They went five and seven, and now they, for the, I think the fourth time in like modern draft history, they had no players picked in the draft. Dang! None. It's like the, the way, second time since 1937. Think or about this, like okay? Think about this for a second. Texas had zero guys drafted. The Texas Longhorns. Texas. The state school of Texas, like Texas. Texas. The Cincinnati Bearcats had nine guys drafted. A group of five school, that's the second school in their state behind Ohio State, had nine guys drafted. Maybe Texas should have hired Luke Fickle. Maybe that's who they should get in there. I mean, we'll see what Sarkeesian does, but how does Luke Fickle not have a a power? I think he's just turned down enough that he's not going to go unless it's like Ohio State. I think he just wants a really big job. By the way, speaking of Brock Purdy, speaking of my my worst of the weekend, the green room, how about um how about Brees Hall? Brees Hall was just in Vegas with his family, the Iowa State running back. He's in a t-shirt, like by the pool. <laughs> the Jets draft him. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna go over to this, I'm gonna go over and, and meet Goodell. <laughs> he he showed up at the draft after he was drafted. Got to walk up there, meet Goodell, do the whole... That's the way to do it. Just hang out with your family and friends and, you know, be at the pool. Then when you actually get drafted, go over to the draft and then get to do the whole thing. I thought that was genius, Brees Hall, Iowa State running back. Yes, Paul. Do you think the NFL will look at Vegas and say, maybe we make that a rotation place for the draft? Because it seemed like a lot of people went out there. Here's another question. Who produced the draft for the NFL? And and did they produce it to make sure all the... The seats were filled. There seemed to be on day three, you know, rounds four and five, there seemed to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fans in jerseys yelling and screaming. It felt almost like seat fillers who were assigned to be there, encouraged to be there, paid to be there. It, it seemed very well produced. Did you feel that? It's a made-for-TV event. They, they but, have like they have like pens. I've been to the, the draft. thirty-two teams. But I've been it's to like the draft. A, it's a, like a checkerboard. I've been to the draft a few other times. It always felt like random fans just show up and stay or don't stay. 
this year it felt very organized, even though they even gave out jerseys to fans or they sold them that said 2022 NFL draft on the back of them, Eagles or Titans or whatever. It just felt like... No, they, they bring season ticket holders. Like they, they, It's like a contest to be one of the 50 season ticket holders that gets to be in your team's pen. Okay. It's a whole deal now. What's your best and worst? Uh, best of the weekend, best and worst, I'm going to give. Clay Thompson is a fantastic player, but the fact that he missed two free throws at the end of the game was, was shocking. He's the kind of guy who never misses free throws, but he had a big shot to win the game for the Warriors. Also, how did they get Jordan Poole? How did the Warriors always do this? I think Jordan Poole was like the second, one of the last picks of the first round a couple years ago out of Michigan, and he's fantastic for them off the bench. He, that kid doesn't miss. And then I would say the other best of the draft, four punters drafted in seven rounds. That's best for you? Well, that would be worse for me. If you, if you, <laughs> all right, Ross, let's say you're you, trying to kiss up to Pat McAfee. You, oh, Mac, McAfee, this is like career day for him. Four punters drafted. If you have a son, Ross, you have two girls, right? Two girls. If you had a son and they were, would you teach them how to kick and punt? Sure. Why to get not? get a scholarship? Why not? If that's what they were good at. As long as they still serve their country by playing linebacker. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they can punt, but you still, in, at least in high school, you got to play another position. Got to play another position. You in can't high specialize in high school? No. No. You can, be, you can be a punter. I'm just telling you, you're asking me about my son. Okay. He can be a punter or a kicker. That'd be great. But he better be playing some other position. It's <laughs> high school football. It's Friday night. It's America. Okay, Paulie? Right. America. Marvin, best and worst. Our, my best of the weekend. I watched uh, We Own the City, new show from David Simon. The first episode was good, but I spent most of it watching, like, whoa, that guy was on the wire. That guy was on the wire. That guy was on the wire. And it's about a cop. It's about cops in Baltimore. And okay. Marlo Stanfield, if you guys know who Marlo Stanfield is, yeah. he's a cop on the show. And there's easily, I counted five. And is it basically just the same show again? Kind of, but the bad guys are good guys now. And oh, okay. Um, and worst, seeing and took mine, Texas. Look, I saw you at the UConn game. UConn had more guys drafted than Texas. Yes, they did. That That is pretty unbelievable. They'll, I mean, they'll have B. John Robinson get drafted next year. They'll have some guys next year. By the way, there's a whole other part of the draft that we never talk about. That's all the undrafted free agents like me that get signed after the draft. When the, it, it, how does it work? Does the minute the draft ends, your agent's phone starts ringing? Do you have an agent? How does that work? Yeah, so you know what's interesting? It's changed a lot. But when I was, when I was in the draft, 2001, so first of all, I knew I wasn't going to get drafted. I, I was told it was 50-50 that I'd even get signed. Although I will say this. Remember, this is 2001. The Bengals had had like 10 straight losing seasons. They called me in the first round. They called me. I'm in my dorm room at Princeton. Yeah, they called me in the first round. I answered the phone, and I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a Bengal. Let's do this. And they're like, uh, yeah, hi, Ross. Um, this is Frank Verducci, assistant offensive line coach. Just wanted to let you know we really like you, and if you don't get drafted, we, we're, you're one of the guys that's high on our board to sign after the draft. They start calling you in the first round to say that. So they're laying groundwork that you take their phone call later in the day. Yeah, but I saw the 513 number, and it was the first round. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready. So the funny thing about it is my agent, I never told you guys this story. Real quick, my draft story was one of the 10 worst moments of my life to one of the 10 best. Because my agent said to me, 
the longer it takes for me to call you, the worse of a sign that is. So, guys, this is second semester senior year of college. All my buddies are going out every night and coming home at 4 or 5 a.m. I didn't go out once. I was getting up at 5 a.m. to train for my pro day and all that stuff and for the O-line workouts. It's an hour after the draft. My agent still hasn't called me. I'm starving. I walk out to the eating club. That's what we have at Princeton. It's like kind of like a fraternity and sorority combined into one where you eat your meals. And I go to the back courtyard. They're grilling out. It's all my buddies are out there. I see them. We've got all kinds of, they all have beers. They're grilling. It's unbelievable. The do, girls are all in sundresses. Do they think you're walking out because you signed and you're going to, like, I, I made the NFL? They look over at me. I can't even look them in the eye. I, I can't even look them in the eye as I look over at them. I get a burger. I have a bite or two. And all I could think about is I just totally wasted the second semester of my senior year, and my dream did not come true. I thought I was hungry, but I really couldn't even eat it. So I left. They, I didn't even talk to them. They, they, they looked over at me, and they saw I had no interest. I go back to my dorm room. As I'm walking up the steps, I hear my phone ringing. This is like pre-cell phones. 2001, I didn't have one yet. I run up the steps. I get the phone. And my buddy was like, my agent was like, Ross, where were you? I was like, well, you said the longer it took after the draft, the worse sign it was. So I figured I wasn't getting signed. He's like, well, congratulations. You are the newest member of the Washington at the time Redskins. It was, I, I can't even tell you what that feeling was like. He said, they'll call you later. Rookie minicamp starts on Thursday. Congratulations. I immediately hung up the phone, sprinted sprinted back out to the courtyard of the eating club. I walk, I bust out the double doors. Isn't that song? Bust out the double doors. I bust out the double doors. My Everybody, my buddies all turn their heads. And I go like this, both fingers like this. Number one, I go, Redskins. At the time, that was the team name. <laughs> Redskins. They all run over to me. And it's like five or six of us jumping up and down. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because they were all living vicariously through me. So I went in the span of like 30 minutes from being about as uh, like a top 10 low point in my life, thinking that my lifelong dream didn't come true and I wasted six months or eight months to it did come true. And uh, gosh, my eyes like fill up. Like I, I, I just can't tell you what that's like, you know? And now I look at things so differently, like having daughters I just want their dream to come true so bad because my I know what that's like. Like mine did, Seton. It's an incredible moment. And it's that that's why I appreciate the walk across the stage and the hug with Goodell, right? Because is it is it a little over the top? Yeah, maybe, but they're walking that's the welcome to the club. Your wildest dreams just came true. My favorite part of the draft, by far, I should have said this for the best, is the video reactions, especially for the guys that aren't at the draft, actually. Do you see Kenny Pickett? Yep. Kenny Pickett, I'm, I'm going to get choked up. Kenny Pickett already talked to the Steelers. But then when he was watching the screen, he was like this. He had the backwards hat on. He was watching the screen, and he sees Goodell say with the 20th pick, Kenny Pickett, Pittsburgh Steelers. Everybody else is, like, screaming and cheering. And Kenny was just like, 
just head down and holy crap, 19 minutes past the hour, Dan Patrick show. Link Soul, Ross. We get some Link Soul for you. Spring 22 has landed Link Soul and it looks incredible. Seton's got some on now. I got some slacks on. There are lots of new designs, colors, fabrics. Stealth Leisure. You want to look great, but feel great in your loungewear. Great for golf, great for hanging out. These clothes are perfect for spending all day watching the big games or doing some work around the house. A Saturday short and graphic hoodie are perfect for relaxing on the weekend. The great part about the seat in the Saturday short, you put it on Friday, you don't yeah. take it off until Sunday. That's it. Get the Link Soul Boardwalker shorts. They're great for summer, the best in the game. Going to the beach, going out. They could double of swim trunks. Boardwalkers are made with special four-way stretch fabric. They're so popular, Link Soul also makes pants and windbreakers out of that fabric as well. Link Soul, you want to look smooth for the summer. I know all of you will love these clothes as much as we do, and new customers get 15% off their first order and free shipping. Just let them know that Dan Patrick sent you. Link Soul, you got to check it out. We love the clothes. We wear them here. Get 15% off your first order. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. 
Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Rolling along on a Monday, Ross Tucker filling in for Dan Patrick, Monday edition of the Dan Patrick Show. Appreciate everybody watching on Peacock, listening on Fox Sports Radio. You can call us at 877-3DP-SHOW or hit us up on social media at DP Show on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. I will check, see if you guys have some good questions via Twitter or even just comments. Really, really excited about our next guest. By the way, I can I... Paul, let me ask this. Before I bring in Ed Marinero, there's like a standard Ivy League joke. He's probably heard it a bunch of times. Should I do it anyway or should I not do it? If, yeah, you guys, you Ivy Leaguers got to have that connection. Okay, all right. So I, I'm going to do that then. By the way, Ed Marinero, I think a lot of people know him as the actor, Hill Street Blues and otherwise. He set 16 college records. He was the first running back in NCAA history to run for over 4,000 career yards. By the way, that's back when freshmen weren't allowed to play. That was 4,000 yards in three years. He got second in the Heisman at Cornell. You know how good you have to be to get second in the Heisman (laughs) from Cornell? That is unbelievable. Ends up getting drafted in the second round by the Vikings, plays in a couple Super Bowls, has a nice NFL career, then had a great acting career. Ed, it's Ross Tucker, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, sounds like it'll be fun. So before I get into the draft stuff, Ed, my question is, does it still bother you? I know you said the other night that you're 72. Does it still bother you, like, when you go to bed at night that you didn't have the grades to get into Princeton and you had to go to Cornell? (laughs) Oh, boy. I didn't know I was going to have to deal with this crap that (laughs) sort No, you know what? I I actually got put on a wait list at Princeton. so it was, uh, you know, from New Jersey. I just wanted to get further away from home. So Princeton was not, um, you know, you know they, they. The problem was Princeton. They they uh, they found out that my parents were married. So I, I got rejected. So shout, shout out by the way. I know, I know. Shout out by the way to the Princeton. Steven Missions, that would have really helped our football team those three years if they had made sure Ed was in there. Ed, I got a lot of questions about the draft the other night. I, I guess the first one is, when do they tell you, when, when do they ask you to do that, and what kind of guidance do they give before you actually get a chance to go out there and announce a pick? All right. Uh, you know, like people have been asking me this for the last, you know, 48 hours. So that uh, I, I got invited by the Vikings to come and do their draft party in Minneapolis on Thursday. Okay. And, you know, it was kind of cool. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of contact anymore with the, the league or the Vikings. I go back to their Legends weekend. Anyway, so I, uh, I say, sure. So, you know, they fly my wife and I out there, and um, we had a good time in Minneapolis, got to see some – 
old teammates. And then I go to Vegas for the NFL draft. Now, you got to be honest. I don't follow this stuff anymore. (laughs) I'm not like, you know, I'm not one of these draft junkies. I I, I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing. So, so I get there and they're very nice to me. And, 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 um, so I go to the, they pick me up and I go over to the, wherever they had the thing. You know, I was a little, I think it was at a hotel. Was it the Bellagio? I, I don't remember. Anyway. So they bring me in and I uh, go to the green room where all the other presenters are. You know, I'm, I'm hanging out with like Marcus, Marcus Allen and uh, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, who's a great comedian who I think is great. Larry Zonka. So it's cool. So yeah. it, it's it's a little chaotic backstage, you know, in this green room. So they come up and say, "Okay, Ed, you're you're the second person to go." I go, okay, you know, so I'm getting ready. And then I said, <laughs> I said, what, I said, what, what do you, what do I do? I mean, do I go out there and, and um, let, let me just say this first. So they, before this whole thing started, they brought the, everybody, all the presenters out onto this stage. Okay. In front of the crowd. I mean, this crowd was freaking enormous. I've never <laughs> seen that many. Bad. I felt like I was at Woodstock, you know, performing <laughs> at Woodstock. It went forever. And I'm like, I will, whoa, I said, this is crazy. So then we go back in and they tell me, because you're on, you're on, you're the second person to go. So I go, okay, so I'm getting ready. And, and then my son texts my wife and say, dad's not going on next. The, the Vikings just traded their pick. So I go, okay. So then they come out and said, you're not going on next. I said, so when am I going to go on? I said, well, it'll probably be like uh, an hour. I said, okay. So I go backstage. I have a, a brew or two. You know, I'm talking to everybody, you know, having a good old time. And then again, there's all this, and, and these people with headphones are walking around. I go, excuse me. Hey, um, when I go out there, I mean, what do I do? I mean, do I just read the thing? They go, go, yeah, yeah. I go, Okay, just, you know, read, I mean, can, can I say anything? Do you want me to say anything? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, can I have some fun? They go, oh, yeah, that's good. They like it when you have fun. Okay. Now, no one said to me, hey, Ed, you got 60 seconds, okay? So let's get it over with. You know, do what you do, blah, blah, blah. No one said anything to me. And you know what? I asked multiple times, what do I do? And no one can give me a definitive <laughs> answer and i'm not watching what the other people are doing i didn't even they had tvs i could i couldn't hear what the other presenters were doing so right so i go out there again i see this crowd and all of a sudden my adrenaline starts going you know look i i've been in the entertainment business for 40 years okay this is a guy like this is my dream come true you know i mean I'm, I'm looking out there and I see that and they're cheering and yelling and I just got, you know, so I'm having fun. I'm going to have some fun. You know, I, I uh, yeah, yeah. people said that, you know, I was talking about myself. Well, who, about, who am I going to talk about? Who am I going to talk about? So, so I, you know, I get out there and, and I, you know, I'm just reflecting a little bit about my draft experience, but I thought it was funny and a lot of people really enjoyed it. And you know, then I'm going along and blah, 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 you know, and, and I kind of knew, you know, I was pushing the envelope a little bit. But again, I, I had no 
I was enjoying the crowd was responding. Then this this woman comes out, and I thought she was going to get like Will Smith me, you know. <laughs> she comes out and she goes, she did something, and I got no, no. I didn't really hear what she said, but I got the hint, you know. Come on, move it on. So I I read the thing, and um, there you go. And I go off stage, and nobody said anything to me. You know, like, reflecting back, I think they were ignoring me when I, when I came. <laughs> that Ed, that was going to be my question. What was the reaction afterwards when you walked up? Because you knew that she came out and, and kind of cracked the whip. So when you went in there, and did they, nobody say anything to you? They just kind of like looked the other way? I, yeah, you know, I, I kind of, I was in my own little world at that point. Um, and, you know, I, I, yeah, I just, I, I, I thought I, you know, I thought I did good. Wow, I, I, <laughs> I thought I you did too. Man. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, you know, I thought it was hilarious. That. I know, I know. The funny part was, and I don't know if you could hear it, uh, but when she came out and did the whole thing, the crowd booed her. They booed her. And, uh, you know, again, this was happening all so fast. Well, I, hold I, I, Ed, Ed, question. Do you think they were booing her or do you think they were booing you? No, they weren't booing me. They weren't booing <laughs> me. You know what? What's funny is, you know, I probably several of the people out there were Blue Mountain State fans. You know, you know guys yeah. in their 20s and 30s. Yeah, former TV show you were on. Yeah, and they were drunk, and they wanted, you know, they wanted something. I mean... Go Goats! No, right. They wanted to be entertained a little bit, and nobody was doing that. Not that I knew what people were doing, but, you know, I just wanted to have some fun. And, you know, I was, I was like, blown away by the reaction, I mean, from people. I mean... But my Twitter, you know, I don't do a lot of social media stuff, but my Twitter thing got just bombed. And, you know, <laughs> to be honest, like 90 percent of the people thought it was great. And then I had the, that 10 percent that like thought I was the worst person in the world. You know, I mean, the, the, how could I do that? How You're not I... the worst person in the world. No, I understand that. I understand that. But there are people out there. Again, I had never been in any like. Uh, Twitter wars, but people coming after me, me, like insulting me. One one guy, you know, one guy said, call me a D-list actor, you know. I'm I'm at least a C-list actor. I'm not a D-list actor. Talking with uh, Ed Marinero here on the Dan Patrick Show, Ross Tucker filling in for Dan. As you can tell, Ed got a lot of attention for his announcement of the Vikings' second-round pick, which, by the way, Ed was. Back in 1972, 16 NCAA records got robbed of the Heisman Trophy, in my opinion, by Pat Sullivan back in 71. Here's a question I've always wanted to ask you. I think, to my knowledge, I think I met you one time somewhere. I can't remember. But here's my question. I know you get asked this all the time. NFL or actor? Like, let's say you could only pick one. You know, like, or maybe it's Heisman or an Emmy. Like, you're 20 years old, knowing what you know now. You're 72. Someone said, Ed, you got to pick a lane. You get to do Hill Street Blues and win an Emmy, or you get to be an NFL player, and you win the Heisman, and you win the Super Bowl, and you play 10 years. Which one would you pick if you could all – because that – like, most people have dreams. Those are, like, their two dreams. Like, to be an actor on TV or to be an NFL player. You did both. Which dream is better? I'm dying to know. 
You know, that's a tough one only because as an athlete, you know, you have, a, you know, a certain lifespan right. as, an, as an athlete. You know, you can't, you know, I don't want to blow my wad and have my life over at 30. Right. So I would have to say like acting, you know, obviously you have a, you know, actors don't retire. They either can't remember their lines anymore or they die. All right, so what, what if you could only act till you were 30? What if it's the exact same amount of time? You could have been on Hill Street Blues till you were 30. You could have been in the NFL till you were 30. Ross, what am I going to do after 30? That's a, that's a terrible question. You have a degree <laughs> from Cornell. Oh, okay. So you I could have done something else. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So what I would have done in, if I hadn't done either one of those two. Okay. Um, I would say, uh, you know what? I got more... Um, kind of uh, self-satisfaction out of my athletic career than my acting career. I mean, I think my athletic career required a lot more, um, you know, commitment, dedication. Right. Uh, anybody can be an actor. If you have a pulse, you can call <laughs> yourself an actor, you know, and, 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 you know, it's remember acting is, and it was, it's been a great, life for me, for my family, my kind of great career, my great people, but you know, it's, it's just you pretending to be somebody else. And, and that's what um, acting is all about. As, a, as an athlete, you have to, you know, you, a lot of it's God given, but a lot of it's developed. It, it, and you know, it requires you to be committed, work hard, uh, ups and downs, overcome a lot of stuff. Um, it's easy. You know, you, you, you see it, you see it happen all the time. And, and, a perfect example of what makes sports great is Tom Brady. I'm a Tom Brady fan. I mean, here's a guy who had no right to be the, the greatest of all time when you look at his early career. Six-round draft pick, you know, backup quarterback for four years. He never lost his, 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 uh, his personal self-esteem. He, he, you know, stayed positive, and look what he did. That's the great thing about sports. Acting, you know, is, is kind of – you know, it's, it's serendipitous. You know, you got to get really lucky. You can get really lucky as an actor, but sports, you got to have the goods. Yeah. You got to earn it. Ed really appreciate the time. Uh, I thought it was hilarious Friday night. Um, I don't like that. You're getting all kinds of flack. Awesome guy. Awesome to talk to unbelievable career, both football and acting. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Okay, Russ, thanks a lot, man. Hope we can uh, meet in person again. That would be great. Ed Marinero, former NFL running back, college football Hall of Famer, of course, an actor on Hill Street Blues, which I got to be honest with you guys, Hill Street Blues a little bit before my time. Like, I remember it was in the 80s, right? So I kind of remember it, Fritzy. It was very well done. My dad was a police officer, and he would always say Hill Street Blues, and then there was an old show called Barney Miller. Of all the police shows that have ever been created, those were the most realistic as far as what cops go through on a daily basis. Paulie? Yeah, Hill Street Blues, I looked it up, uh, debuted January 15th, 1981, and actually the first episode got kind of mixed reviews. They thought it was too, like, downtrodden and low-key and not, like, um, there's no positive comic, enough, not positive, which cop life, you know, but like very little comic relief. It didn't get very good reviews, but I think it lasted almost eight years or something like that. But, um, yeah, it was, it, but there was another guy, Michael Warren was in the show as well. And he was a star guard at UCLA, very good basketball player. I just love hearing Ed say, I'm getting Twitter, Twitter bombed. We're going on. I was <laughs> like, I don't get in a whole lot of Twitter wars. Absolutely hilarious. Looking forward to talking uh, with him again sometime. We got Howie Roseman, Darren Heitner in the final hour. But when we come back, 
Did Draymond Green really deserve to get kicked out of that game? I don't think so. 41 minutes past the hour. It's the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect 
this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. In So Dumb It's Criminal with Snoop Dogg, Snoop and a panel of comedians roast hilarious crime fails caught on camera. Stream the original series now. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. We're about 15 minutes away from being joined by the general manager and executive vice president of the Philadelphia Eagles, Howie Roseman. Eagles made a couple trades in the first round. Probably the biggest splash of the draft, trading for former Titans receiver A.J. Brown. Really looking forward to talking with Darren Heitner at 11.20 a.m. Eastern time. He knows all about this NIL and college football because this Jordan Addison thing with USC and Pitt is huge news that isn't really being talked about enough. Do we have a new poll question, by the way? Paulie? Yeah, yeah, this is based a little bit off Ed Marinero, the actor we had on last segment who also played in the NFL, great college player. Would you rather have a good NFL career that's shortish, or you know, just a good one, or a great acting career, but somehow it's it's not that long? And so we're trying to think of names like, remember Fred Taylor, the running back from Jacksonville? Yeah. Probably not going to the Hall of Fame, but he was a good player for six, five, six years. Yeah. Or like, see, who's an actor that had a really good career, but then it, for some reason it kind of went sideways? Who is that dude that was in uh, The Mummy? Is it Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser? Yes. I don't know whatever happened to him. School Ties. School Ties is great. He School was on ties a run. A gr- he, yeah, he had a great run. Then he School Ties when nobody would fight him. I was feeling that for him right there. Cowards. Cowards! <laughs> Cowards! Okay, so you could have... And they're all like looking out the window at him. He's from Pennsylvania too, by the way. You didn't want that smoke. What's so funny, Seton? <laughs> this is a funny impression. Cowards! Cowards! <laughs> yeah, I got Brendan Fraser from like 1990 to 2000. He was in like 25 movies. Some good ones, too. Here's the thing. I don't feel like I can really answer this question because I don't know what it's like to be an actor. You know, like how much work is it really? How fun is it really? It, it lasts longer if you're... But is it fun when it's like a script and you're just reading a line like this with you guys is fun. I right now I could just take a call right now. I, I could do whatever I want right now. Like I, you know, when you're an actor, is it fun being in like a set and like, like my buddy, Kyle Brandt, right? He was on days of our lives for three years. Is it fun? Like let, let, let's pretend like I'm a soap opera star, like a star. Okay. It's a Wednesday at 9. AM. All right, Tucker, Tucker, your scene's up. Okay, Paul, I'll pretend like you're like my love interest. Great. Right? Like, I go out there and like, well, really, Jessica? Is that really how you feel? Oh, you're selling it. You're going blue steel. But like, was that, I didn't have fun doing that. Like, I feel lame doing that. Like, is it, is it really fun being an act? Like, the act of acting. Like, Jonathan, you stay away from her. She's mine. Like, is that fun? It doesn't seem very fun. What if you're like Matt Damon and you're Jason Bourne? That seems like a good time. Like making those movies. I know you're not doing all the stunts, but it's stunt-ish. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's fun. Everybody wants to do it. You get paid a lot of money. I'm sure it's fun. It's just like the actual, like, 
Like football practice is not fun. Football games are fun. Seton. It's funny to hear the way that you're talking about acting versus the way that, say, uh, an actor would receive an award and they say things like, you had the courage to make this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you're like, I don't even know if this is really fun. This is stupid. And they're like, you just, you're so brave for making this. You just had the courage to go through it. You know what I mean? It's like totally different perspectives. The courage. Yeah. <laughs> I look, I'm sure it's like, I'm not saying it's easy. I don't want people to, I'm not saying it's easy. I guess I would just like to know how fun it is. Yeah, Fritzy. Would you be, it's a similar question to what Paulie posed, would you rather be affiliated with a very successful football team or a very successful, like, Friends or Seinfeld, a very successful TV show? So back the thing is, it's like, the, like, Friends, like, that lasts forever. I mean, you, you, you know, you make a lot of money. It's on sitcoms. You're relevant, like, forever. Football player, like, okay, so I was a journey, like, seven-year, whatever, I don't know what the equivalent of that is in an actor, but that seems like it'd probably be better. Like a character, you're like a character actor, but, but maybe your comparison is so football practice is no fun for a football player. The no, fun, but the, the games are fun. So maybe for an actor, movies and TV shows aren't that much fun, but going on Broadway yes. and doing live, yes, that's where they stretch your legs. I and have think fun. I think a play. I think being. Did you hear what Ed said about the crowd? You know, he's doing Hill Street Blues. There's not a huge crowd like that. You're like on a set. And it was like, listen, my adrenaline got going. It looked like I was at Woodstock. I love that dude, by the way. Yeah, Seton. But the other thing that Ed said to me that was really interesting is that he's like, and we've heard this before, but, you know, actors never really retire. They just decide to stop working. That sounds awesome to me. You get a couple mil in the bank and you're like, I don't know. You feel like working this year? Mm, maybe. I don't know. Well, it was like the Bluefield State. Is that what it's called? Bluefield State? Blue, Blue Mountain, Mountain State. State. Blue Mountain State. Like, he came out of nowhere. He was like, yeah, I'll be the head coach of this fictitious team. Joe sure. Coach. Why not? Why not? But, I like, I didn't, I needed, we need to get him on again sometime. First of all, we need to have me back again sometime. Then we need to talk to Ed again sometime. <laughs> because he, he seemed genuinely conflicted. And the reason why he picked football was because it, it felt like more of an accomplishment. Like, he had to earn that. Whereas acting, I don't want to say you don't have to earn it, but there is a lot of serendipity good fortune there like you know people say like there's like when they have these casting calls there's like 20 good looking guys go in there and it's like okay who, who are we gonna who are we gonna make uh, the hunk in this movie who's who's gonna be ryan gosling or brad pitt you know yes i think oh. with acting you have to have a look even if it's not like a great look and no offense like a guy like the actor steve buscemi i bet you when he was auditioning for roles in his 20s he wasn't getting the brad pitt parts but he had a look, Steve Buscemi, and has been in a you know hundred movies by now because he's a, you know I think I remember Buscemi. The first movie was uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs. He's Mr. Pink. You know, I think the the best part about being an actor would be actually like meeting fans or watching the show or like going to a movie, like just go incognito, like put sunglasses on and a hat, and like because otherwise you don't like I, I don't know. I, I we need to get more actors on because I'm very curious to how fun their actual job is. The day-to-day -day. doesn't seem like it would be a blast. It seems like the rewards of it are what are really awesome. Speaking of rewards, Eagles fans were rewarded with one heck of a first round. We will talk to Howie Roseman at the top of the hour. Plus, there's a lot to get to with Draymond Green and college football. Did it change forever? Best receiver in college football? Is a free agent right now? Is this pro football now?
You guys know I love the break-in protection that my Simply Safe home security system give me, but it's not always outside forces that you need Simply Safe's protection from. This is Terry's story, a Simply Safe customer. Terry was away for the weekend for her daughter's wedding. The morning of the big day, she got a call from Simply Safe's 24/7 professional monitoring center. They let her know that her system had detected water in her basement. In moments like this, time's critical because even an inch of flooding can cause more than 25 grand in damages. Thankfully, Simply Safe had detected the water just moments after the leaking had started, and after talking to Simply Simply safe, Terry called her neighbor, who quickly turned the water in her home off before the flooding got bad. Protecting against floods is just one of the reasons more than 4 million people trust their home protection to Simply Safe. With a comprehensive Simply Safe system and 24 7 professional monitoring, you can have someone always looking out for you. Just like Terry, plans cost under a dollar a day with no long term contracts or hidden fees ever. I love Simply Safe because it's so easy to install and makes me feel competent. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafedan.com. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafedan.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.